Welcome, friend. The way to a man's heart be through his stomach, but I go through the rib cage. <laughs> Mess with the bull, we get the horns. This world of yours is very strange. I apologize profusely for any inconvenience my murderous rampage may have caused. Knowledge is power, but using it wisely is the key. Your engines. Welcome to a general chat, a World of Warcraft podcast about navigating Azeroth as a human and avatar. Today's date is January 13th, 2024, and this episode is episode three. We are your hosts, Harena and Avernim. You can follow the show on Twitter at a general chat. You can also email the show at a general chat at gmail.com. And you can follow me, Avernim, at Twitter at twitter.com slash avernim and you can follow harena at twitter at twitter.com slash harena uh you can also find the show notes and more places to listen to at uh at a general chat.crd.co and this is my inaugural episode and let's dive in let's dive in we have a lot of awesome topics to cover this episode yeah definitely looking forward to this so Give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to... Just give me some freaking magic before I kill somebody! Alright, Avernim, you want to throw your first topic at us? I sure will. So, I was perusing the WoW Classic forums in um, Reddit, and this is a uh, message from... User R Relaxed Hot Boy. I gotta love the names. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, their title is uh, "You would uh, you can get a sense of a person's demeanor just by playing WoW with them." Um, this jumped out at me because I thought, yeah, you know what? I think you can because like whoever we are in like in our real lives, like it does bleed through into who we are in game. So I'll read what they have to say here. Um, I've been playing a season of Discovery with some guys from my friend group. One of the guys I hadn't actually met before, but was a mutual friend, so he has been playing with us. He's a pally, pretty decent at the game, definitely not a noob. But when we were leveling and doing some trickier quests, um, uh, group quests, he never healed anyone except himself. Uh, wouldn't use uh, BOP. I want to say that's a spell for pallies is coming off the top of my head. I have no idea. Somebody else will say what it is, I'm sure. Um, and, or lay on hands. So I've... Uh, I just did recognize that acronym, <laughs> right? <laughs> Etc. When people were in trouble, um, he would go straight for every mining node and chest. Kind of played it like a single player game and didn't show much care for others. I just let it slide because he was friendly enough in other aspects. But I got a vibe that he was purely self motivated. Anyway, finally uh, met the dude. He's a selfish dick, IRL. <laughs> One of those dudes who oh, shows no. no courtesy or respect for anyone but himself. Was incredibly rude to a waitress, too. Turns out the vibes I got from him in WoW were accurate representations of his character. Funny how you can notice little things in WoW and see them be visualized in real life. Wow, you're not kidding. Yeah, that is something. Like, you know, I mean, I, that's crazy. I don't even know where to begin with that because I know, I, right? I sure feel like you do. You meet people in the game and you kind of hope that they, they are presenting them best selves, but then you realize you are playing a game that is a role-playing game too. So you, do you really know what people are actually like on the other side of that screen? That is so true. And I think that so much of our lives are spent interacting with 
purely people that we've only interacted with. Like you and I, before we became friends in voice, we were friends on Twitter. And you just kind yeah, of... I'm sure there was only a certain like uh, way you probably saw me through Twitter just right? based on when I tweeted or, you know, yeah. and that might have only been a sliver of my life that you saw yeah. there. Yep. And then, so like, but so much of our interactions with people behind the screen, um, we we put a lot of weight into, but we do, I, I personally feel like we do get little signals, like whether or not um, you have chemistry through text, you know, like when, when you have, when you meet people even in text-based communication like they said they were reading the body language inside the video game and i think that we all tend to do that maybe not even being aware that we do it and then even with the text-based communication like that only will get you so far but you sometimes i think that's all you need to see you know is is that oh, exactly especially if it's something you know like it continually happens and it obviously sounds like this was happening a lot and right like, and and like there's a part of you that wants to kind of play a devil's advocate maybe he but he said he wasn't a noob so he wasn't right. new to the game so it's like okay well they're not new to the game so they should know how to deal and uh react in these sort of situations that's not how you play and <laughs> or shouldn't play that way right. I mean, you can obviously but <laughs> yeah and it's just it, it really struck me this this thing and i was like really do we really know how much do we really know about the person exactly. on the other side of that avatar because <laughs> we only have like that little bit to go on like you were saying like even if you meet someone on social media or if you're reading them in, in, in general chat and game or trade chat like even the words that we say and how we say it paints a picture of who we could be perceived as being i guess that because some people play a part in the game and I feel like that's where this gray area was with the original poster was like, they were doing that devil's advocate. They were doing this, holding this little jury inside of their mind and making a list of pros and cons and almost arguing like, do I give them a little more credit or maybe they're just clueless. And then like, when, <laughs> and then once they saw him in real life and saw the whole thing play out in like real life, they're like, no, my original instincts were spot on and I should have never questioned myself. <laughs> exactly i was sitting there i'm like wow he just he hit the nail right on the head there with the right. hammer and it's like you know and then sometimes like you can be surprised and you know i would have loved to have found out you know reading this i was like oh maybe he isn't so bad you know maybe just he just wasn't thinking that day or maybe this wasn't you know he just happens to be how he plays the game but no it turned out this is exactly how he is in life and how he treats people there is how he's been treating people in, in the real world right and you know i find that some people like this do exist there is that part of humanity that has never had anybody call them out on their BS. So sometimes people aren't even aware that they're steamrolling over others because they've never had someone go, eh, not today, not today, buddy. And they're like, whoa, what, what? You know, like there are people out there that have never had anybody ever push back on them or question them or say, listen, dude, like, like he could have done in the game like listen hey i don't know if you're new here but yeah and he doesn't really elaborate and i would right, hope that maybe don't. he did you know be like hey why are you doing this because i think i would have called somebody out eventually especially if i was spending a lot of time and this was consistently happening and they're part you of know. your friend group like he said yeah i'd be like um hey you know or i'd poke the mutual friend that we might share or somebody right. that might be closer to like is he like this all the time or is right. it something you know like i would be you know, and I guess we're kind of reaching a point in the world where we don't ask these questions anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's a very valuable point that you made too, is sometimes our point of view and our outlook is not enough and that it does do us good to get that second opinion 
or that person who's maybe not so close to a situation or a matter to kind of give us that from the outside looking in. Cause sometimes we could get like really wrapped up in our feelings and our emotions and our perceptions. And then we just run with a narrative that <laughs> we're like, yeah, that sounds good. That's probably what's happening. That's probably what's happening, you know? And it's good exactly. to have we that just other just make all these assumptions and that, <laughs> yeah. that whole picture gets painted in your head and then that's all you you can't get away from it then right <laughs> yes like you you know yeah well and who knows like again you want to play devil's advocate maybe his friend was just having a bad time recently so it's been maybe it got manifested into the game recently and mm -hmm. you know and this real life you know situation where you got to meet him in real life you know um i know that i do judge people on how they treat like wait staff or people mm, in roadkill stores and stuff like that because and like, who knows maybe they did have a bad day uh, but you know if this is just one interaction he saw then maybe you know uh, again maybe he should try maybe get another interaction if he's continually like this right you know <laughs> but it's hard to say you know i think though he'd probably hit the nail right on the head you know because i think if i'm going to meet people for the first time i want to put on my best face and, and right. best behavior <laughs> Yep. And how interesting that this person that <laughs> the topic was about didn't even skip a beat. They went from being selfish in game to immediately being a jack wagon outside of game too. And you will run into those people. And, you know, it's so hard to tell, like you're saying too, is like I often, I used to, I think in my younger years, been more reactive. Like when somebody was saying something clearly trolling in like general chat or trade chat or any sort of in-game chat, I would probably be an easy bite. You know, if they're fishing for a reaction, I probably would have been more apt to react. And then as I got more seasoned in my interactions and my crap intake level was adjusted and my reaction and my triggers were under control, it, it's easier for me to just go, I see you and I don't engage, but it's hard when this person's in your friend group and actively having a negative effect on you and your group. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and it's not like the guy had anything, you know, it's not like he's new to the game or right. terribly new. So, you know, and yeah. I get it. You do run into people because I've had it where I've run into random people out in the wild while I'm questing somewhere. And, you know, they ask, can you join up to group when you find the chest, right? Yes. And I've seen them go up and run up to the chest. And, and mm -hmm. I, I do see people run up to the chest all the time when you're busy clearing the area so that you can get to the chest. You know, I, and I you do see the interactions. A lot of times you get people like, oh, man, why do you do that? Like, you know, they they realize it happens and you know i try not to be that person but it does happen on occasion you know because you didn't see them there or whatever but um you know when you i i try to use it as a learning experience i i immediately like i don't know if you know like the etiquette for this is to leave it alone because right. that person is clearing there or if you're part of a group that you roll for the chest so that whoever wants to get it can or you discuss it as you reach it <laughs> yep that is very true and it's so interesting that I almost feel like those interactions that you're saying before, like when you do just randomly get that group up, especially in like our time right now, we're playing a lot of season of discovery. You'll get a lot of people just throwing random invites at you without like a whisper and there, but when somebody does go through the steps of whispering and going, Hey, are you working on this? Yeah, I'm working on this. Would you like to group up? Sure. It's so strange how giddy or excited that makes you feel like there's another human in this world that cares about courtesy and etiquette. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's so it's sad that we it's not as more prevalent or more of you know it's not so common. It's it's sad that those little glimpses make you go, "Whoa!" <laughs> I feel it should be the other way around, but.
Yeah, I would nice for it to be that way, but it's, you know, it is right. how it is. Um, I will certainly excuse this person's maybe healing thing, because if you ever do play a classic hand heal, you can't heal everybody, depending on your, your how your spec is set up. So he wanted to make sure his body was alive. I get that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but, that you, know. you can't pour from an empty cup, even when, when you're in game in a healer. <laughs> yeah, and that applies exactly in-game, too. You know, you, you only have so much mana to go around or whatever it is to keep the whole group alive. Exactly. And if you're not exactly set up to do that, you're not going to, it's not going to work. <laughs> so if we had to give the original poster our kind of, like, quick advice on, like, maybe how we would have handled the situation, what would you have said? Um, I think I would have said something sooner, but I think in the after fact is, you know, maybe give him another chance. If he's still continuing this way, definitely speak out. Like, if this was just maybe... Um, like, I think you should speak out sooner rather than later because you're just going to get keep getting disappointed the more you play with him, and if, especially if he's a core part of the friend group. <laughs> right. And I'm, and I always err in that direction too. And then it took me a while to realize that not everybody is comfortable or has the ability to like, they don't feel comfortable speaking out. So then they just have these silent observations and then they just distance themselves from this bad behaving person. So, but if you do, are you, if you are the type of person who is inclined to speak out, I definitely would say, yeah, say, hey, I noticed that when we grouped up last, you were, you know, kind of just playing it more in a single player style. And when you are in groups with other people in game, you know, it's definitely a better idea to work as a team, take turns um, getting chess, take turns um, with nodes, ask what everybody else's has, like, this is an MMO, so you're going to be running into other people. Say something to be like, hey, I see you. Knock it off. Yeah, you, and yeah. You, do, you never know what someone's level of gameplay is. Maybe right. they never did because yeah. nobody else has done this right. yet. They, and if they, nobody's called this one. guy out, jeez. He's taken this bad behavior into the real world, you know? So hopefully. Yeah, and uh, hopefully. Yeah. I, I think the real world, I would start calling out that BS in the real world. Like, you don't treat mm -hmm. people like that. You but know? I think you and I, we tend to value truth. Like, I don't know if I can speak for you, but I find that truth is very healing. So I just spread it around. Like, well, that, you know, like, and by truth, I mean, like, the most common sense approach to something. But then I quickly find out that that is not always as easily like absorbed by other others no not everybody <laughs> gets that <laughs> yeah so i tend to be a little more blunt but i always feel like i'm coming from a place of good and i'm not meaning to like step on toes or offend people but some people like this just need you just need to not beat around the bush at all and be like listen if we're gonna keep grouping up and you're gonna keep you know rolling with us we gotta agree on some stuff and we gotta yeah, get we you need know... to set some guidelines and ground rules here so yeah you know ground we're all rules. getting it too <laughs> yeah we gotta and then if I'm going out with you in person and you're going to act like a jack wagon to the waitress, I'm not going out with you anymore, dude, because you reflect poorly on literally everyone else around you and I'm not having it. You know what I mean? I yeah, would say something exactly. like that. It's like, here, this is how I feel about it. You can take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. So, and because honestly, some people are just, they've colored outside of the lines their entire life that they have no idea that they are just being a real jack wagon. I can only say jack wagon. I love oh. that saying though because it is it's, they are it's like really why are you doing that <laughs> yeah I'm like really really so yeah so uh, you want to hop over I got a topic for us oh sounds good let's, this let's might be it. A, this is taking it in the other direction <laughs> the wow community is one of the most friendliest welcoming gaming communities in my experience and this post came off from reddit.com by nareem underscore unbannable 
And they go on to say, we frequently hear about all the negative experiences and the toxic encounters in Mythic Plus, raids, PvP. So I wanted to bring light to my experience as a new player. I found a guild who welcomed me and introduced me to the content WoW offers even though I sucked at the game. They helped me acclimate to my class, in parentheses they added, I love Holy Priest as it's a great class for introducing new players, as well as the various content WoW has to offer. My advice to any new players or anyone who is worried about toxicity, apply to join a new player-friendly guild. Surround yourself with like-minded players. Sit back and enjoy spending time with friendly folks in the world of Azeroth. This community can be great no matter how much negativity overwhelms the general discourse. Cheers, friend. See you out there. Uh, I love this. This is a nice counterpoint Me to too. my previous topic. So it balanced out well. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts immediately? Like, there are positive pockets out there. Oh, there definitely is. And I think with the positive pockets, so though, it's like a lot of things, like where the negative tends to be the major focus because that's what gets the engagement and the likes and the whatever. And, um, but there is, I think, honestly, the positive people do outweigh <laughs> the negative people. It's just the negative people are way more vocal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that's... it is a breath of fresh air to see something like this where people are like, hey, I'm not going to take this negative stance. I'm right. going to tell you there is some positive here. And like, I, they shine that light onto it. And I, I like that. So, and I think the message I take out away from this too is, Anything worthwhile takes work. So if you're just going to hop into the game and just take the first random guild invite you get and then get into that guild and be like, what? What? This is awful. This is nasty. This is horrible. These people suck. These people are evil. Well, all those things might be true, but what work did you really put into finding a place that really gravitated and like pulled you in, like found some like-minded people, found some people with like at least a nice foundation or a basis to build off from. You don't necessarily just put when you're hungry for dinner. I always take everything back to dinner. Whenever you're hungry, you don't just throw up a, a roulette wheel and spin it and then go wherever I land, that's where I land. And then that will be my outlook on all of the restaurants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, in- I think too, like, you you know, you do need to cultivate what you want. And if you kind of know what you're looking for, you have to be willing to like, go ahead and try out that guild. And if it's not your cup of tea, it's okay to leave it and try to find the next one. You know, it's, it, you got to find the voices that resonate with you for, for the gaming community. And it's nice to hear that there are guilds out there. And I know, uh, bringing it back to us with our SOD experience, we're trying to cultivate a similar sort of atmosphere for similar like, like-minded like people. And it's nice to see these people that come into the, to, we see it in our guild, like they're coming in like, I love this place. We like what you do. It's, it's a good feeling and it's nice to see that. <laughs> it really is. And, you know, but it, it takes the whole, it's like one person can the whole ship you know like persons and no it really does yeah. it's like that you know it takes a community or a village yeah. to raise somebody well it's the same thing in game you've got to you know everybody has their their spot and everybody has to work together to keep upholding those values and the um because you're right you can't just be one person that does it <laughs> right and um like what we were touching base on too is like this we do tend to hear a lot about people's negative experiences and then they just paint the whole community the color of their bad experience 
and then they go out and then they talk on the forums about their experience and they've shaded everybody into the color of their personal experience. And then that's something that we tend to can happen very easily, even in our real life, where we aren't seeing people and things as individuals, individual circumstances and experiences and people. We just are broad brushing, you know, that's We're, exactly it. You're, you're yeah. broad strokes over everything and, and you feel like everybody's like that in that way. And it's, it's not always the case. It's actually, it's much more complex than that. And I think people, right. like, it's okay to put broad strokes on certain things, but you also have to kind of get into the, the minutia of it, like the smaller parts of yes, it. Yes, for sure. So I think that that's why I pick this one out. And people are always like, oh, positivity, toxic positivity. No, you have to balance it out. You have to add in those different insights because what they say, if it bleeds, it leads. People are tend to be attracted towards dramatic situations. That's like the, why the crime um, dramas are way popular. Like people are, for some reason, humans are wired to like the exciting or the dark or the scary or the mysterious, you know, and you'll or the complaining or the negative right well and the positive makes you very complacent because it, it makes you you feel good and, and you feel uh i guess relief and stuff so uh part of that other stuff too like you like the the we also kind of like some of those emotions right. to run through us too because it gives us right. other endorphins or whatever you know <laughs> yeah so once I, I think it all comes down to balance so that's what what we're aiming toward like i thought it was great because you shared out one sentence and then like one topic and i didn't even know what that one was and then i'm like here you know so with anything balance is key look being able to look at the negative but also acknowledge the positive and then also acknowledge the responsibility each of us have and into controlling the experiences we have because we can't control others but we can no, control how much work exactly. we're going to put into finding a good place to play. Yeah, you can control your yourself. And, and your, the easiest one is like, you know, if something doesn't make you happy. Well, you know, you can't just expect them to change necessarily. Exactly. You might have to be the one that has to make the change. Whether yes. that's going to find somewhere else or trying to be the beacon that makes that change for other people to come to you in, in that situation or in this case, a guild or whatever. <laughs> Yep. And so like some things that you can do if you want to find a, a gaming community or a guild that fits your stuff is you're going to have to get on the internet and you're going to have to snort around. You're going to have to get in the trenches. You're going to have to get on Reddit, go into your gaming forums. You're going to have to uh, maybe go on social media and pick the brains of people you follow or that follow you and say, hey, does anybody know of a da 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 guild? Um, there's a lot of um, Facebook Warcraft communities too that I was there are with. yeah I've joined a couple myself and I'm like wow these are you know great there's ones for like women or mount yeah. collectors or whatever and it's like you know you can find it and then you see people looking in there like we're looking for a guild that's more like this and then they can point them in the direction or they'll be like well I know I'm in a guild that kind of does that you can come check us out right yeah because everybody's flavor doesn't have to be the same but you should at least go and try to find people who share the same values as you and then group up and go do your thing agreed oh right well i'm tossing the baton back to you what do you have for us okay so this again comes from reddit uh this time from the uh r wow forum and this is from phantom dayun i hope i've said that correctly um and the title is mates losing interest sad face Hey Aww. everyone. Yeah. Hey everyone. Currently I'm experiencing what typically happens in WoW at some point. My friends, and in parentheses, whom I mostly know personally, are losing interest in WoW. 
And since I don't enjoy playing alone much, I am unfortunately losing interest too. I'm sure things will get better with the next expansion, but what do I do until then? And then he's listed some bullets here. Um, I find myself, or I find most other games slash new games uninteresting. Unfortunately, I had a bad experience looking for a new guild in season one, and I'm already playing alts. Um, I'm really into PvP, but the only one in my group, but I'm the only one in my group. This significantly reduces my motivation. Um, I, I tried entering, uh, entering alone in season one, but unfortunately, I did not find a guild connection here either. What do you do in such a content drought? So, do you have anything that jumps out at you right away? Uh, I would say that he, they are kind of limiting themselves, I think, because WoW has a lot to offer for everybody. And I understand, like, he's got a specific thing with PvP, but I think he might have to, or they, sorry, I'm not sure if male or female, but they need to reach out and um, cultivate a friend group that isn't just his, uh, their local mates, I guess, like their local friends. Um, people that they know personally in in life because you know you're allowed to i feel we're allowed to like drift away from things that we like and come back to them yeah for sure but if he wants to continue like i th he, the the feeling i get from this post is that he doesn't want to like he doesn't want to lose interest and he hates that this is happening um and you know so in order to not lose interest you might have to start looking for a community elsewhere and not let a bad experience because he does say that he had a bad experience if a new looking for a new guild in season one well you can't let that bad experience completely right. throw you off the horse you got to get back on it again <laughs> that is so true because if you played world of warcraft for any amount of time all of these things have happened to you <laughs> Yeah, they do, and it's because it does happen, and content droughts do happen depending on what you like to do in the game. Right. So <laughs> I would know. say, like, the first thing is, kudos, you were among good company, because every Azerothian at some point has not found new games interesting, because it's like that Warcraft hole, and you're trying to shove another game in it, like, oh, fit, fit, and you're like, you're just not the same. And then when you go into Azeroth, you're like, oh, we're all my people at it's not the same you're like it's it's a spiral it happens you oh, do feel sure. alone you feel like what the crap everybody i love and hang out with is not here and now i have to go out and seek new people it's like when people get remarried and they or they get divorced in like their 40s or 50s or any to any point and they were with someone for like 10 20 years and then they're like i don't want to get back out there in the dating scene you know like it's that same yeah, kind you have of no feeling. idea how to navigate the dating pool yeah, yeah it is and it's hard i get it like this like i'm not gonna discourage the poor guy like i get it it is hard going out there and putting yourself back right out there. you know you... <laughs> yeah i hear you and then also like i've already played all it's like they're pro in in their mind they're being proactive they're like listen i've tried new other games they don't work i've I've tried to find a new guild. It didn't work. I've tried. I'm loving all kinds of playing alts. It's just, you know, playing alts. And they obviously haven't told us exactly how long they've been doing this, but like, I, I'm not sure. Like, they're saying season one. So I'm assuming they're, because it's in the RWOW forum, they're playing during Dragonflight season one or maybe even season two. Like, they, they, I think we're moving into season three, if I recall <laughs> now. And um, so um, they, you gotta, understand like maybe they're pretty new to the game so they don't understand why they're losing interest so fast but there is so much a larger part of the game that they can go look at if they still want to have fun in it they they don't have to um 
just solely focus on PvP, or maybe this is the time they could hop into something like classic era instead mm -hmm. of you, you know read my mind i swear and while you're talking like my thoughts are brewing and then you said that i'm like oh she read it <laughs> percolating <laughs> sharing that brain cell <laughs> we are sharing the brain cell it's your turn keep going it was working but yeah exactly and exactly go hop in so okay you like doing pvp well go roll on a classic pvp server there's you know a ton of them out there go play in season of discovery with there's pvp servers there um you'll you'll find all kinds of things and currently in season of discovery they've got a whole event based around pvp even in a pve setting right so like there's lots of cool things and avenues you can try and you'll meet new people out there <laughs> i when i when you were reading this i'm like i feel like this has been my whole experience and then the uh, the ending of the story was where i'm at now like i started playing with co-workers back in wrath they got us all fired up to play together and then a new expansion comes out and Kata killed a bunch of people. They're like, bye. And then they never came back. And then I flopped around. We had that this crazy guild experience with this very off the chain guild leader. So then that put a sour taste in my mouth. And then I had, you know, it was just like verbatim going down. I'm like, I can totally relate to this person spread over a course of years though. Like I feel like this is like a season thing for them. I just remember. And then you do roll different alts, you try different servers. And then finally within the past year, I said, you know what, that, you know, retail is kind of dead. It feels very solo. Nobody I played with in retails around anymore. Wrath went kind of solo. Everybody kind of just stopped logging in over to the Wrath Guild I was in. Love them to death. They're amazing, awesome people. But then they even kind of took a break, especially summer kills a lot of players' time. And then all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take control over my own happiness. I'm going to dive into a different version of Warcraft, and I'm going back to Classic Era. And had I not gone back to Classic Era and went through all the stuff I've gone through, um, finding a good guild and then deciding to run one and then tapping you and you helping me run one. And then now us like trying to build something together. Um, now we find ourselves in season two of discovery and we're having so much fun, but it took a good year for. Oh yeah. It does. Anything worth doing usually takes time. I think too. Yes. And I think too, with this person needs to understand too, like it's okay to also leave the game for a while if right. you want to or if it turns into forever let it be forever that it was meant to go that way i guess but like i think wow and especially now with all the different iterations of it there you can come back to it at any time that you want and something will be there for you and it maybe your maybe your friends will pick it up again something will take their interest in the next you know and like they're waiting for the next uh expansion which isn't going to be too long away we we've got our roadmap for how where that's going so you can mm -hmm. kind of plan your life around it be like okay well maybe now i can go pick up another little small hobby to do in between you know get right. yourself you know <laughs> go visit like your local art center and take up art classes or something you, know, you can do all something. kinds of things in that time you don't have to sit and play the video game and you're allowed to lose interest in it and i like i feel for his friends like maybe they are they like this is how they play perhaps <laughs> right <You know? laughs> yep that's true and then also um the content drought it's like their main question is like what do you do in such a content drought i think it's like what we're saying is we try different versions of the content and we brought in our horizons we expand our um palette for <laughs> yeah exactly dip your toes into something you didn't think you'd do before if maybe have you ever raided if you just strictly do pvp have you tried raiding maybe do that um there's you know if you're a collector in, in, in retail like there's so much stuff you can collect from pets to mounts to everything it's insane exactly you know like there's certainly lots of things that can keep you busy if that's what you're looking for but right 
you know, I, I think too, like you can certainly um, step back from to it and there's, and nobody should shame you for that either. <laughs> nope, they shouldn't. And also sometimes when I would feel like I was burnt out, first I would monitor myself and make sure I'm not burning myself out. And then I would actually um, do stuff while related, but like making stuff, like if it's um, like a Warcraft painting or a Warcraft perler bead, but I, you know, like there's so many different things you can do to incorporate you know, like Warcraft Lego stuff. I'm sure they have something yeah, like this that. This person could go out there and make himself a podcast talking about make, PvP. Yes, you make know, a like PvP that. podcast. Yeah, you know, post like on the forums and say, "Hey, I want to build a PvP team. I play on the server. If you're interested, and you, all of your friends have abandoned you in game, hit me up." You know, like you gotta be proactive if you want things to change. Yeah, I think some people too. They don't realize that they can be that proactive either. Like they have to. Um, reach out and they not everything's going to come to you sometimes you have to go to it <laughs> right and i think that's also the dynamic of these yeah warcraft is an mmo but like you listed off it's also sandboxy in a way where if you plop down in the sandbox you can go oh this is just a box of sand or you can go this is an amazing canvas for me to build an entire kingdom let's go you know like at some point as a gamer we have to take responsibility that the game isn't playing us we're playing the game right? We can't exactly. just put the game on autopilot and have it entertain us. Like we have to play the game and then find our entertainment sources. So yeah, I quite yep. agree. And I think that's, you know, would you give any further tips to this, this person? <laughs> I think just be proactive and get your booty out there and tell people what you're looking for and hunt them down, get out of your comfort zone. That would be my main thing. That's what I've had to do this year. That's what I will tell them. Get out of your comfort zone and go get what you want. Excellent. So what do I have in store? <laughs> um, I have wow, sad experience and deleted my character. <laughs> I can forgot. It's so funny. I like, I'm shocking myself with my topics I picked last week. <laughs> That's funny. It's All nice right. to let them brew because then you can forget about it. And be like, yeah, oh. <laughs> I get to be surprised while I read it as well. All right. Trying to obtain the ability to tank as a warlock completely ruined my experience with Saad. Oh, we're going to have some experience to put this poster. I managed to obtain everything until the very last step. And I did it all for the most part solo. Want to know why? Because people are not willing to help you obtain anything in the game unless it benefits them in some sort of way. I begged in chat for hours trying to get help for certain parts of this quest chain and no one answered. I begged in guild chat with two different guilds and only one person came to my aid and we were done in literally 30 seconds. It's impossible to progress at all in this version of WoW as a quote solo player. If you're wandering between, should I play classic or should I play retail? Play retail. You don't have to rely nearly as much on people for progression. And when you do want to play with people, you can simply choose to. Anyway, I just wanted to share this experience and say it felt great to delete this warlock and get back to the goat of modern WoW, the greatest of all time, modern WoW. Peace out, fingers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Wow. Like this person in the last the last story were like night and day this person's like if you want to not have to rely on others going back well and that person's in retail craving the interactions of others i kind of just want to shove them together here you go i know right <laughs>
Oh, but no, I mean, oh, I get it. It is sometimes hard to find a group of people to do things like, and you know, some people like if they're like me, I don't always have the time to commit to to doing these things either. So I don't want to offer myself to a group only to find out I have to leave ten minutes right. later. Right. <laughs> we and we did not know how involved the warlock questline was until we were like in the the depths of it, like helping oh, our guildies do it. We're yeah. like, wow, no wonder why people are like, what. <laughs> And like, and I feel like this is going to be more of that going forward in the game too. Like, it, it, they've really, they're really trying, and that is what WoW I think is doing. Like, Blizzard is trying to do here. They are. That's why they've made these hard group quests so that you group up with people. They won't. They don't. This is an MMORPG. It's supposed right. to be with multiple players. I mean, I do get it. People play it solo, and retail is very good for those people that it do is. like to play solo. Um, and like Modern WoW does have its you know attractors in that. And like I am one of them. I like to. There's lots of things I like to do solo there, and I don't have to rely on people. But I think if you're coming into a um, something like uh, the older versions of these games, you did in order to do anything, you had to reach out to people. That's how you made friends and found guilds and, you know. Um, but I think there's still a lot of people with that retail mindset that are currently playing maybe a Season of Discovery in this case. <laughs> Absolutely. And it is, it is quite different. If this player came from classic era and thought they're going to dive into classic you know season of discovery and then we went smack the wall of the rune system that they added where like every class has their own special razzle dazzle runes and like every rune is different and and it has like some of them have quest lines some of them are just random drops off from a map some of them you have to kill so many of this thing and then go to this ceremony and set the ceremony like they all have their own intricate experience to unlock these certain runes and just like in our season of discovery guild we we murlocs in disguise that's our plug um on crusader strike alliance and we we are yeah please join us um we have actively now we realize what a pain in the butt this particular quest is we have been like doing it back to back to back because we've done like three times oh at least three times i think now at various points you know for various people we've learned things along the way yes we've cheesed it which i know everybody isn't going to agree with but you know sometimes you kind of have to do it if again you're having a hard time trying to get groups but i are they also not like are you like i can't tell are they looking um at people in this zone are you just sitting in like iron forge or something asking for this help like maybe go to the location that you need to get to because there's going to be somebody else that's coming along to do that too (laughs) right and i think the problem though one of our guildies had was um she was having a hard time she would get in groups but the minute somebody got their part of the quest done, they would just ban- bail. So then, yeah, that's a problem too. People that like I got what I wanted, I left. <laughs> Back <laughs> to know? the selfish side of some people, right? So once we saw like how hard, and I, and I think the other part they're leaving out is the fact that season of discovery is literally full of discoveries. Like every freaking thing, you, we didn't understand how much season of discovery like flipped the game on its head just from trying to run a guild trying to keep people together when they've divided us into smaller raid teams and then with these quest chains it is very guild reliant so you definitely want to get in with people who seem to care enough about you to spend a couple hours of their life going through the stages well exactly and there's a difference between a guild that just has it as a banner for their you know 
people to be there, I suppose. And it, I imagine there are guilds that are just out there, like, here, this is your your ex name for your guild, and like you don't help each other or anything. It was just to keep you from getting spam invites from other random right. guilds, maybe, or who knows. But I, I think you, if you're going to be playing the classic version, especially the game, you need to cultivate a community as opposed to just everybody being pushed together without any you know real purposes <laughs> right exactly yep that's for sure and also um people starting out on this warlock journey and then getting hit in the face like oh if i want to tank on my warlock i gotta climb up this tower full of level 30 mobs and i'm only like what level were they around like 28 was that that tower the one in um dark oh. Duskwood? Yeah, I want to say they were like 28 sure. and like 30 at the max. And so you're, yeah. you're looking for this stuff before you're even of level to be doing it. Yeah. And it is hard. It, it's required group content is what it is. It and really you have is. To, you know, and, you know, you, I know you can't control what other people are going to do. Like somebody could say, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll help you. And then they just, you know, take off after the, the quest, what they get, what they want. But um, and that just shows on their side that they're selfish. But there's other people out there that are willing to help and give it a try and keep yeah. trying at it. <laughs> it just honestly, it's harder to find them right now in the classic because in like the classic versions of WoW, because you don't, the only way you'll know to join our guild is if you seem to see my, my advertisement in the zones uh, when I have time to fly through the world. There's no like looking for guild in the game like there is in retail. And then like if we actively went out and posted on Reddit and posted like on the forums, but we have a nice group of people. We have enough to do like three raid teams and we still have people rolling alts to help each other to fill spots to so that people can still get gear and see content that they normally wouldn't be able to see. And we have people running dungeons when they can and grouping up and helping people. So, but you have to have those community minded people and people who genuinely love to help people. Yeah, and that makes a big difference. Like, you have to be willing to, like, you know, they, you know, oh, we're going to go in, we might fail. And if we fail, we'll just pick ourselves up and continue on again. And some people run at the first sign of failure and, and something like, oh, this method didn't work. So I'm you, your method sucks. I'm going to leave, you know, never work with you again. <laughs> you don't want that. And I think maybe this person has seen this perhaps or um perhaps like i feel like that's maybe been some of their experience like nobody sticks around they said they didn't stick around for like 30 seconds after they tried doing something (laughs) yeah and then this is the other part though they have to realize like sometimes people are so thirsty to have things done when they want it i want this and i want it done at this and i want it done my way and they're very demanding and very short-sighted and like when they said i begged in chat for hours well that right there honestly is going to turn anyone off like who's going to go Oh, you know what I want to do? Go help that person who's been begging in chat for hours. I'm going to, because they got to be real fun to take to a party. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I, I mean, I understand, like, you know, like that's sort of what you had to do. You had to go to town to ask for the help. But like, I think right. after hours, I would have given up after like maybe half an hour. And then okay, they went... I'm not going to work this time. I will come back to this a little bit later. And then and, like, or I, I would try guild different... chat. Okay, so then obviously your guild isn't, you know, working for you either. So maybe it's time to find a new home. Right. And then, <laughs> and then are you just joining the guild and then making demands on all these people you literally just met? Because we've met those types before. Like people literally join as if your guild is now trade chat and you are there to service them whenever and wherever they need you in the game. Yeah. You know? And then if we've been suckered into it, we they find out they get what they want and then they leave. <laughs> yes. Yep. And if you help them, they're like, okay, thank you. Bye. You know? <laughs> So on the flip side, not all guilds just want to immediately drop what they're doing because everybody time is money, friend, right? Everybody's time is valuable. 
So it's not so easy as I, I logged into my new guild and started begging in guild chat for these people to do this thing for me. Like maybe you shouldn't start begging. People could say like, Hey, Hey everyone. I am no, I'm new here to the guild. I've had a really hard time finishing my warlock quest. And this has been my experience so far. Have any of you had a similar experience? Like get the conversation started. Don't make it all about you. Don't make it something that you have a need and it's their job to fulfill it. Come across like you want to know, have you had this problem? I'm having this problem. Is there anyone I can talk to about setting up a time and like maybe we can help each other get this to, you know, done. But like, don't just charge into places, whether it be chat, guilds, whatever, making demands, snapping your finger and expecting everybody to just bow down, kiss your feet and do your quest with you. Well, exactly. And, you know, and that's, as you said, like get in there and communicate with your guild and kind of build a rapport with them because you're more right. likely to go help with somebody because you know them and you understand their plight a little exactly. bit. And you're, you know, um, as you said, somebody just randomly jumping in and like, hey, can you do this? Like, I might be the first person to do it, but like, I'm I or first person to help you. But um, you got to realize you got to respect my time. I'm already doing something in the game and trying to plan to do whatever it is I'm doing. <laughs> I can't just always drop exactly. that either. So, you know, and it's hard. And that's why, you know, you, you use your guild's avenues for things. Like we have a Discord or they have a website or um, something. Like something. There's got to be other things out there. Do they use Twitter? You know, like you can reach out all kinds of places to find it. And you can't just expect it to do it at that moment. And as you said, plan it, time it. Be like, okay, I have Friday night free. Let's do this. Uh, can, is anybody interested in doing this during this time? You might find there's six or seven people and then, okay, maybe two or three can't make it by that time and you have four people you can go try and do it with. <laughs> exactly. And, and the the thing is, I always go back to the origin. What do they want to, um, what were they hoping to experience by telling the story? <laughs> they Here's the thing. They begged in guild chat with two different guilds and only one person came to my aid and we were done in literally 30 seconds. So here's the real question. They went through all of this time, found a person to actually help them, and then they deleted their character anyways. Like, how much sense does yeah. that make? Oh, none to me. Like, you, like... you literally got what you wanted, and then you deleted it anyways. And that person who took time out of their day, granted it was only 30 seconds, this is what you did with their 30 seconds. You went to Reddit and then said, look it, all of these people didn't do this when I wanted them to, but this wonderful soul did and guess what i deleted it <laughs> like what is that oh yeah i don't i never understood that like it, it's you know, so the same weird. people that cry that they're going to delete their account i'm like okay yeah you go ahead and delete your account but like why do you need to tell the rest of us I'm like, why that? are you here you're just telling me that you are a person who literally made demands finally got someone to help you and then you ran to tell them how you just deleted it anyway so have a nice day i'm going back to retail <laughs> what is this yeah so I guess the moral of this story is don't demand people to help you and a uh, little sugar goes a long way. And um, then if someone does help you, just don't run to, <laughs> don't turn around and delete your character. That's like when people ask you when they would join our guild on white main and they'd be like, can you resend me bags? I want bags. They're like brand new demanding bags, demanding gold, demanding guild tabards. And then they literally never log back in because they couldn't hack classic. It's like, you have to almost like weed your way through these people that can't handle the classic experience and then oh, they just run back to retail that don't know it right like, yeah. they're used to the retail thing and it's you know or maybe they've the forgotten face. or they've forgotten it too like there's people that have come back like i completely forgot it was like this i do not like it at all <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so i think that's just like collateral damage 
<laughs> yeah, it is. And, you know, I really do hope this person maybe tries it again, perhaps. Or I don't you know. know. I feel like one less I begging feel... person in chat. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. I'm I... taking bad cop angle. Hey, I'm like, don't fine. come back. We need less of you beggars in chat. And you're like, I want them to come back. <laughs> Give it a try. Uh, no, I think I'm that's why you. it works so well. With right? This, right? <laughs> we can take devil advocate on either side. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm like, don't come back. Take your whining little booty back to retail. No, <laughs> yeah, but you're right. I mean, if it, if you have a bad experience in one version of classic, hey, there's others. Exactly. There's all kinds of places that you can try and get what you want. And I know you wanted to come try out Season Discovery, but don't also judge us all, all of it based on your one experience. Thank either. you. I'm having the most fun I've had in Warcraft in a long time in Season of Discovery. Oh, me too. I'm absolutely enjoying it. Like, even if I end up doing nothing when I log in, just kind of running around fishing or whatever, it's like I get to enjoy the, gil uh, the guild chat or the, the uh, trade and the... Uh, other general chat out there like it's fun to see everything that's going around and it's just uh the slower pace is nice too i can just do what i want when i want and yeah and there's and not then, that pressure to climb to 60 like you would if you just dived into a classic era server exactly it's very bite-sized in it and i think it kind of works like the way it is so and you can play it nicely if you do like retail and it's fun and retail is beautiful it's a beautiful game they've done so much to make stunning landscapes and everything believe me I'm there as well, but it's nice to also play on the side too, because you don't feel like that tug back and forth. You can bounce back and forth if you like both, you know? Yeah, we're allowed to do both. And I think yep. people, I think that's my biggest takeaway with all of it too. You can do both. And just, Choices you know... are good. <laughs> exactly. Nobody likes the this or that. Play all the things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, try, try new things. Stick your yep. fingers in everything. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, there we go. Stick your fingers in everything. You heard it here, folks. Avernim says to do this. Take that as you wish. <laughs> Take that as you wish. Stay away from my sockets. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, exactly. We do not condone doing that. <laughs> On that note, should we slide right into my next uh, topic here? Yeah, I think so. Here's the baton. Catch. Okay, so this one comes from the official Blizzard forums, um, and it's called, um, I think I'm getting too old for WoW, and this is from Illidarian, a level 70 demon hunter. I'm pretty sure my WoW days are kinda done. I love the game, but I have a hard time with how angry and mean the player base can be. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I also have a hard time with how the high or how high the skill cap of this game is. I'm now approaching my mid-30s and pretty sure my reaction time is just slowing down from what it used to be. Maybe it would be wise for me to just be a tank so I have a longer reaction time before I die. <laughs> as the, uh, yeah, as the only fix I can truly think of is to keep up with the younglings. <laughs> it feels weird to call myself old, but I can't fear, but I can feel it creeping upon me. Um, I also find it is somewhat hard to find players that are fun to play with. Most games I play for years on end, I on end I develop some sort of lifelong bond with someone, but this, uh, but not this one seemingly. Depending on what I decide, um, I might make a raffle for my gold on my server for all the people who will ask if they can ever if they, if they can have it. Who can't speak, <laughs> and that's if I make the final decision to stop. Um, I could also be burnt out a little bit and just need a break, so I might also give that a shot. Long story short, every layer of this game can feel pretty overwhelming. Ah, you know what? Yeah. Scream to me, comparison is the comparison is the thief of joy. That it just, really is. It really is. I'm like, oh, I just feel like I want to 
bring them around, grab them by their shoulders, stare them right in their eyes and go, you just do you. You play what you want to play. Stop looking to the left. Stop looking to the right. Stop comparing yourself. Stop calling yourself old. Stop limiting yourself. Stop attacking your ability to do things. Stop trying to fit into boxes that you're the one creating these boxes. Like, don't do it. Like, you can do this. Exactly. And you know what? Like, I, I love that they're, first of all, they're calling themselves old. And I know. I'm like, bless I'm like, your what, heart. What does that make me? Like, what am I'm I? Like, what is this? over here? <laughs> like, what? It's so cute, isn't it? So cute. <laughs> but there are people that are playing this game that are into their 70s and 80s. Exactly. I have seen it. And I'm pretty sure some of the comments when I first read this up, I was like, you know, of course, there was the people, the trolley ones that came out like, oh, can I have your gold? Like, that, right. like, like that's not what he wanted to know. He wanted to know if older people are still playing this game. And is it okay to be slow at it? Yes. <laughs> or, it is absolutely okay. You know, and if you are slow, maybe tone down what the kind of things you're doing. Like, don't go do high-end mythic raiding. Right. <laughs> Tone it back a little bit. Do just heroic rating or normal or LFR, depending on your abilities. <laughs> and I find that the the best, most freeing thing to do is leaning in to who you are in game. If you suck at a certain thing, say, I suck at this. Like, why do we spend so much time pretending that we're good at things that we're not? Like, just say, I'm not good at this, but I'll give it my best. Yeah, and be exactly. good with that. Like, and your be best happy with enough. your best. Yeah, and people need to understand that too. Like, and you, again, it comes back to finding the right community too. Find a community that is okay with you doing your best, even if you feel your best isn't the best. Right. Because we're, we're happy you showed up. <laughs> yes, thank you. And I think that that I think what back to like I I want to say one of the first um comments when we were like, you know, one experience is not all experiences, and the ne most negative bad experiences tend to rise to the top or happen in a more frequent nature but at the end of the day like we are in charge of our own happiness to most scenarios like to, we can, we have a lot of pull into what we're allowing in our life and what we're not and that is in game and that's out of game and we limit ourselves we have very limiting beliefs and i think that one of the best things i've learned is to hold those thoughts captive and be like wait is this true did somebody tell me this and I picked it up and I Velcroed it to my body and I wore it for five years? Is this even true? Like question literally every negative thought you have, examine it, look at it, go, is this even true? Because so often we're applying labels to ourselves that the world has created, that other gamers have created, that forum posts, YouTubers have created. And we're like, oh, is this what I'm supposed to look like? Is this what I'm supposed to play like? Is this how I'm supposed to feel while I'm playing this game? And we do that way too much. And that is that comparison. Exactly. Is and you right. know what? Hold up the mirror to yourself and say, that is me. I'm allowed to be me. In yeah, this, you I'm know? allowed to be me. I'm allowed to suck. I'm allowed to click. I'm allowed to use 20 different macros. I'm allowed to have a minimal UI. I'm allowed to have the vanilla UI. Like you are allowed to play your game the way you want to play it. And there are people out there. This is what I love. There are people out there that are doing the exact same thing and feeling the exact same way as you. And you are not alone. I think that these are the brave people that come to the forums to share their thoughts because they do feel alone and they're hoping that other people reach out and be like, same bro, same.
Same. You know, and I mean, I feel it too. Like I'm going, you know, I'm going to, am I too old to be playing these games? You know, and I'm I'm not. And I think they they have so many benefits for playing video games. It keeps your mind active. Um, It keeps you engaged. And, you know, it's got so many good things. And and that applies even not just to something like World of Warcraft. If you play, even the people that play little mobile games or, you know, you like to, you know, Mm -hmm. do like a Sudoku, like any kind of game is going to keep you active and engaged and your mind going, you know, because that's the worst thing. You don't want lose that (laughs) right and and there's a game out there for everyone and i feel like with this particular person this poster just based off from what we have like they're asking a lot of internal questions and they're asking that makes me feel like this might like they're saying um i could also be burnt out and i might just need a little break sometimes it is good to step away from a situation whether it's in game or in real life and put some distance between you and it and see how you feel. Yeah, that's give why yourself think, some breathing room. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people, even if you do like a staycation, like switch up your view, you know, go try something else, try a different pixel world, hop in your car or hop on a train, like go for a walk. And sometimes just getting away from whatever it is that is making you feel a certain way and then reevaluating it and then wondering like why am i feeling this way like ask yourself these questions and i feel like they're already on that that step of doing that they're like they're going i could feel this way because of this I could feel this way because of and this. Maybe writing this post helped them realize that too. Yes, like I'm one of those true. people. Like if I start writing out something, like all of a sudden my thoughts just line up finally, and I'm like, exactly. oh, click, big click, and I'm like, hey, you know what? This is actually the problem, or this is you know the solution for it, or you know, and and I think it's great that they did, you know, and and then you get other people's perspectives on it, or true. find out where they, you know, where their mindsets or what they did in a situation similar to that. <laughs> And also a lot of stuff, like they're like, this game can feel pretty overwhelming. Well, a lot of times when the game feels overwhelming, it's because you're wanting to get in, but real life is also overwhelming. So you, on one hand, you feel like you're overwhelmed in game and that's supposed to be your escape. And then on the other hand, you're overwhelmed in real life and you wanted a break. So then you're like, well, where's my freaking break at? I feel like I'm working in game. I feel like I'm working out of game. And then that means you might just need to switch up the, what you're doing in game. And then maybe switch, change your expectations on yourself and make sure you're not trying to fit into other people's expectations. Yeah, exactly. So I think that would be my advice. Make sure these expectations are yours. Make sure that they're there, that there are things that you are willing to want to change. Like you don't have to be good to log into Warcraft because good is an opinion. Like you could be really a badass pet battler because I've never touched, I suck at it. Because I'm there not are good. people out there that make that <laughs> in their entire game, and right. like, they don't even maybe like they level through it and yeah. all this other stuff. But like I, I mean, I like the pets that I like collected them and I battle a little bit. But man, there's people that have turned that into an entire thing for them. And yeah, like you don't have to. And age has nothing to do with exactly. it exactly at all. Like take age out of this it. question, and you know, maybe I think they feel like maybe because they are getting, you know, cause some people do, and, and it, I think it comes from society too. Such it really does. That you are too old labels. to be playing. Yeah, exactly. They label it. You're too old to be doing that. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> You know, you're allowed to enjoy things like if you're an adult that enjoys cartoons, you're allowed that you're, you know, same with the games, you're allowed to enjoy these things. Um, you know, we, we got to take the happiness where we can get it. And if playing World of Warcraft is what makes you happy, then play it. <laughs> Absolutely. And enjoy what you're doing. If it's running around in circles, talking to your friends in Discord for an hour and wondering, what have I done? You've had a great time with your friend jumping in circles. 
in a yeah. way you wouldn't be able to do personally i think that's worth the sub like if you're still Me having too. fun you know like i so what i'm just like looking at my character run around i can enjoy the what i'm looking at there and enjoy what i'm talking to my friends <laughs> you know and that's already paid for my sub in my opinion <laughs> It, this reminds me um, now all of a sudden this this story back of when I st first started playing. I was playing an adventure company server on Horde and it was in Wrath. And there was a lot of sweaty PvP action going on on that server. We had like a guild Project Mayhem. They were like um, really hardcore into um, PvP. They're all different ones. I cannot remember all the names. But that was one of the ones that stuck out to me the most. So that guild was a purely sweaty PvP guild. And it was an RP PvP server. And I loved it because you could just sit out inside of org. I was horde back then and just watch the dueling going and going and going and going right in front of org. And it was just such an, an atmosphere. And one, and I was running a guild because we were off the heels of this evil Visidaria guild that is maybe still be over there. And, um, <laughs> she, and she was an interesting guild leader. That's all I'm going to say. So we had broke off and created like a chill guild, um, social. We wanted to do real PVP and PVP. And we had a good like core group of us that were like, no, thank you. You're, we're going to do this over here. So we absorbed some of the Project Mayhem PVPers that kind of quote unquote were retiring because they got a job or whatever back then. And I remember we would just go out and have amazing real PVP shenanigans. And they said, I remember them saying, this is so much fun. Why haven't I been doing this? Because they spent their whole time in game competing against each other and dueling and doing arenas and getting better up the leaderboards but they literally were so laden with competition and the stress of having to perform that when they well, at that point it feels like right, a job <laughs> it did and they would go so here were these quote you know amazing pvpers so talented um and then but not enjoying themselves so like i feel like the things that we tend to do as humans and avatars is think success equals happiness think talent equals happiness think and it not oh, those things don't always line up they don't always no. they're not like they maybe contribute to it a little bit but like they're it, it's deeper than that right <laughs> you know, it, it has to be deeper than that <laughs> right tail the minute you're talented on something does not equal immediate happiness and vice versa it's like the, there's so many more facets to what each and and it all comes down to uh, individuals values you know and at that time they were valuing being really good but then they were not seeing the whole other part of the game that that was out there that they could be laughing and having fun but also be good like you can have fun and be a nice person but also be good you know exactly like they, they're you know you're you can be all those things you can't just be you shouldn't just label yourself with one of those things <laughs> right so yeah i just that came to mind i'm like i just remember being so they were just we were just like living our normal life we're like yeah we like to go around and be dirt to dirt and we just run around and we're just face rolling over lions and we would just have these epic battles and join up with other guilds and it was so much fun and then they're like i never got to do this i'm like what you have all that badass gear you have this all this stuff and you literally never left the front of org what are you doing with your life like it was like we were breaking them out of the chains out of like what i don't know but they had a lot of fun so i think it helped loosen them up too so it's always easy to look on the other side of the the i don't know the the golden road it's always easy to look on the other side of the fence and go that person has it that person has it down that person's winning in game and then the other person's like i might be really good but i'm not having fun you know so exactly grass is always greener 
Oh, it usually is. Or at least that's how it appears. It appears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, and again, like, my takeaway is, is like, in the age, I love that people, like, like to harp on the age, too. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's so funny. My, my husband likes to joke that I'm going to be playing, like, as, as long as WoW runs, I will probably be playing it in some capacity or another <laughs> until I am, like, too old and feeble to even type. Like, I'll be sitting here chicken pecking my things you know like i would hey, be so not, slow at right? it and there's nothing wrong with that it's like what are our <laughs> options really it's like what we're gonna sit and watch vanna white like turn into dust in front of us and like twist letters around to spell words while we eat coconut cream pie and like fall asleep at 6 p.m and whatever no, it is not my life because like you know what 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 is it like what is it that old people do like i don't know i don't <laughs> apparently know. not play work I guess not, apparently. And I, I just, you know, and the, the real thing that jumped out of me, it just it made me laugh when I read it, was like, you know, they're in their 30s. I'm like, you know what? I'm well past my 30s. <laughs> I, you know, I think I saw Haughty Chicken actually um, post something like this on Twitter because she got back into, because, you know, she's been streaming on Twitch Warcraft and other games for years now. Oh, for sure. I'm yeah, I've seen it, it a couple times myself. Because she said, she logged into Twitter and I think she says she's in her 60s. Let me find her. You talk. I'm going to search. <laughs> but oh, Sounds good. I'm going to yeah. talk about just being like my age playing. Like, it's okay. Like, I've, I've been growing with WoW. And, you know, I know this is just what part of his question, too. But it, I think it's important to talk about it because, you know, being old doesn't equate that you can't have fun either. <laughs> you know? Right. And, um, and I think it's important to have fun our lives whether it is video games or whatever hobby yeah any other hobby you have and uh, I mean you're allowed to have multiple hobbies too so you know if, if it means that you have to step away from this world yeah in Warcraft you have you can it's allowed and I think a lot of people don't give themselves that either they feel they have to do these things and they feel it's um important like you, and I, I get it because I don't want to let my friends and people down but you know what if they're your friends and, and people that you know they will understand why you have to step away to do something else too. <laughs> Absolutely. And you, you have to, um, I, I did start to read a report last week that said your brain, like when you stop learning, that's when your, you, you, your brain stops growing. Like you start to shrivel off ages more or less when you, when you decide to just stop learning, when you just decide to just vegetate the rest of your way through life like that's what really ages people it's when people keep learning that they're always keeping their blood flowing keeping their mind going you know there's it's a, a lot goes into age it's not just like oh oh yeah and i mean it's certainly a combination of things but i think people too need to put it like it, it don't feel like it's because your reaction times are slowing down um you know like it, you know, we'll really slow it down not continuing not continuing it thank you yeah. you know it you dragon riding alone will teach you that right you just don't give up you your reflexes will get better and better and better yeah and don't i know it you know and it's okay to mess up and it's okay to not be at 100 percent with that either you know did you have fun along the way that's the important part <laughs> Oh, here it is. All right. This is all from Haughty Chicken on Twitter. And she is such a sweetheart. And she started, um, I want to say started streaming Warcraft during the years of COVID. I think it was around like 2019, 2020. I'll have to, don't quote me, but I feel like that's the closest to when I remember her same. But she certainly made more of a presence at that point for sure. Yeah. <laughs> She said um, on January 8th, someone new entered my chat today saying it was, quote, weird seeing a boomer play WoW. 
she kindly suggested that they might wish to challenge their assumptions and stereotypes in this space. I thought, given it's 2024, we'd be past this. This is why representation matters for age two. And that is, I'm so glad I remembered her tweeting this out this week. Um, because that's the thing. If people run away, no matter what group of humanity you represent, if you run away or if you feel like you don't belong, then there's somebody out there feeling that same way about you, uh, feeling the same way as you. And if you leave, that's one less person representing you and your your group of what if it's age, like she's like, they're calling her the, a boomer. And she's just like, what? Really? It's 2024. Get over it. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, if she were to slither away and shrivel up and just go watch Jeopardy 90 hours a week and never log in Nazareth again, that's one less person representing haughty chicken. That demographic. Yeah. yeah. And that demographic. And, you know, if you don't feel like you belong, make a place for people like you to feel like they belong. Back to the, if you don't yeah, see it, make create, it. Exactly. And you cultivate <laughs> your community. I feel like this is going to be a lot of us that are talking it about is. some of this, you know, and it is because it is important. Like, I think we've strayed away from that in recent years, like community. Everybody's like, oh, sh like you can still have your community. Uh, it's allowed, you know, we, we can't yeah. be, if we were all the same, it'd be so fun. It'd be very friggin' boring, For you know. Sure. But it, we, you gotta, but you're allowed to cultivate what you want to. And I think we still, we, and people realize that they you don't have to just follow the the leader either. You can you can be the leader too. Right. The sweaties <laughs> can have their group. The non sweaties can have their group. The non you know like everybody deserves to have their place. And like a Venn diagram, there is overlap. Yes. Thank you. Yes. You can do both, or you can have both. The best places. Be functional. Right. The best. I think that's one of my I, my location on Twitter is I live in a Venn diagram. Me too, <laughs> I feel right? like that's the best place to live. It is because then you get to see everything. You yeah, know, spread wanna... yourself out, honey, and yeah. don't don't pick a corner. <laughs> oh yeah, so true. I love. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a good way to look at it. So yeah, long story short, don't live in boxes you never built. Agreed. <laughs> okay, was it my? Is it my turn now? I oh think yeah, so, I think yeah. so. I'm going to save the one, um, the cool community that I found on Reddit for the end of the show. So we will hop to, what do I got? Is this, oh, is mine called the meow? All right. Yeah. Well, I have no idea what this is again. Once again, my amnesia is kicking in. All right. This is all from Reddit by Dr. Cheeks. <laughs> I, I love it. All right. Not, <laughs> like I didn't read it. It just clicked when I read it. Dr. Cheeks because he used threes instead of e's and i'm like what is his name oh this is what this name is all right my guild on wrath of the lich king had a member named will who played feral dps since vanilla will was a great guild member with consistent attendance great performance and a positive attitude oh, After already play... good in my books <laughs> <laughs> right check 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 after playing as a cat for years will liked to meow in our guild's vent server it didn't bother anyone, and he became almost a bit of a mascot for our guild. Around Alduar and TOC, a rift grew between our guild leader and the officer who led raid nights. Our, our guild split in two. The new guild was led by the former officer who would frequently pick on Will and have to be told to leave him be. My in-real-life friend went with the new guild. 
I stayed with our guild leader and the remaining guild members. Will stayed with us. It turns out that the leader of the new guild was much better at getting people to quit a guild than he was at leading one himself. You'll love to see it. Um, there were the raid nights fizzled out with minimal progress. On one particularly stressful night, my in real life friend messaged me that they were wiping over and over and over again, and everyone was arguing in vent. <laughs> okay, I'm remembering this now, and <laughs> I love it. All right, knowing the best possible way to drive a dagger through the guild, he passed along their vent info. <laughs> Which I promptly gave to Will. <laughs> Will joined their vent in the heat of the guild, arguing with each other, and let out the loudest meow any of us had ever heard, and immediately left. <laughs> oh man, this the is my on this level. Guy. Of, this is my. This is something I totally wanted. Their guild leader lost it and had a complete rage response, demanding to know who gave Will their vent info. No one ever told. That week, members of the new guild began leaving and coming back to rejoin us. Oh, we ended up with almost the same raiding core we originally had, minus a few very angry raiders we were relieved to be done with. That meow saved our guild. Isn't that an amazing story? That is an amazing story. Like, I want this I turned into a movie. Seat, right? <laughs> I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I know! I'm like, this is so brilliant. I love Dr. Cheeks' pose. They should to totally turn this into a movie or something. This is hilarious. It's so relatable, right? On so many levels, right? Oh, it is. Like, we've kind so of seen aspects of this ourselves. I'm like, let's dive in. Where do you want to start? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I want to say I jumped in on the tail end of this with, like, well, with our guild on white name right so yes, before that yes. came about we did have people that were trying to direct the guild in a certain way they wanted to go and then they did split off and we decided to make our our merlot guild merlot and then, in disguise yeah we gotta plug it right yeah <laughs> and yeah and like i mean people are again and they're allowed to go where they want to make exactly. their, their thing but you know like what this person was doing was completely harmless and obviously it was something that they you know it became something that was you know oh there's so-and-so will they're doing their thing again and you know like i see nothing wrong with that obviously he wasn't probably doing it in a um uh hopefully not in a like annoying way because <laughs> clearly yeah, a lot of people like seem to enjoy just, it yeah they kind of leaned into it and embraced it and like owned it like this is what made them special so it doesn't sound like he was one of those people that like got one laugh so they do it 97 times to get 97 laughs and by like 15 you're like okay done drop it dude <laughs> stop well, trying I mean, to we make see that too happen. even in, in our guild right we're, we're yeah. based around murlocs how many times during the day do we see like a, yes. a murgle girls across the, the guild <laughs> chat or in yeah. the, in our discord you know and we embrace it because that's part of our uh, the character of the guild and the culture yeah exactly yeah. Like we're, we're leaning fully into it <laughs> into the murloc vibe yeah we we definitely murgle at, at each other in guild chat and then even out in the world like i have a mac road because it's an yeah. rp and we also don't go super crazy with it but we were hoping right. that it, it perks people's ears up and you know and, and that does like hearing it is like i probably would have joined this guild because of this guy I'm like hey that's pretty funny <laughs> exactly and i've always found that behavior like that is a nice filter for the people who have no sense of humor and the people who are just freaking boring like they're just so like i don't even know how to explain like that. i get there's like, a time and a place to be serious and yes right. during raid time is usually that serious. time to be serious but 
uh, sometimes you also need to have that, like, I call it like a combo breaker. You're having a rough it's go It's like they're things. Leroy. It's like they're, yeah. you know. And you need that that thing to just break you out of that mindset of like, oh, you can laugh at like, oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. You know, and it kind of makes you switch gears and your emotions maybe get turned around so they're maybe in a different spot. And you're like, oh, okay, I realized I was getting heated there. Like, this kind of broke that, you know, that whole feeling I was having. Right. And also, like, they pointed out that Will was great as a guild member, consistent attendance, performed great, and had a positive attitude. And I'm going to tell you, those type of people draw the stink eye from people who lack all those qualities. That's what I've always ran into. Like, Will sounds like he's just enjoying life, having fun doing it, creating an environment where you can have great performance, a positive attitude, and not be a, a jack wagon. And still have fun. <laughs> and still have fun and still succeed, right? And then it's the people who are so insecure in whatever way I have personally found in my personal experience that people who, cause I've been told often that I laugh too much and it's always these types of people that hate wills me out also hate me laughing. And I'm like, well, what a sad soul that you, right. You like can't how boring find, is like, your life if you can't yeah. laugh at stuff. <laughs> and to me, it always spoke of a bigger thing. Like if you don't like me laughing, then don't listen to me laugh. And if you don't like will meowing, don't listen to his meow, go away. And then they tried and they failed. So like, there is something to be said about people just being their authentic self and not um, sticking around people who want to, who are always putting you down always kind of like tongue-in-cheek picking on you constantly to like put their thumb on you and it's like those people are always the ones that end up being the insecure ones and they don't they don't feel comfortable in their own skin so they're constantly finding fault with everyone else around them i call them parade pissers that's my own term <laughs> like they just whip it out and there's like pee on everybody's parade they just hose it down yeah they're like we don't want you to have fun like like this is a no fun zone and, <laughs> and i hate that like i i'm always like i you know i joke around like when my husband's being you know cranky about something I'm like man you're the no fun police yeah like, and I, <laughs> yes. well and it's like grumpy people almost make me turn more like i i've i don't know if i've fully told you but like i my spirit beast i always said is the donkey because i feel like i'm donkey on track like i just like constant in donkey mode so like if somebody's being super serious i almost feel like i have to donkey them i have to like yeah like there's something like, that compels you to go in there and yeah. like, i gotta make this not serious anymore yeah i gotta just like bust through the wall like the kool-aid man you know and just like knock it all down um but in a fun way, just like the meow, like sometimes you need those things to break up the stagnant swamp that fun suckers uh, create. <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, and there, and I hate fun suckers. I mean, hate's a strong word, but I definitely don't like a fun sucker. Like, you know, right. I, and I hate there the, is the hate time the, and place. Hate but... the fun sucking, not the fun sucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, just stop taking that away. Like, let people enjoy themselves, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, you can, you're allowed to be annoyed by it too. Like, cause I imagine there's days that I would be like, oh, yeah, I don't mute have the time them. for this. And yeah, you can mute them. Like, and I, this is during the days of vent. My, my yeah. brain is a little foggy of vent. Like, I you imagine there was problem. Yeah. I yeah. I'm sorry. I was like, you can mute people in vent. <laughs> I'm mixing my letters. <laughs> you can mute people in vent. Yeah. And then in, and in current age, like Discord has so many different things for, for it or whatever you're using, TeamSpeak, anything. Like, there's, these things are now integrated in there. You can, you know, put them on mute for a while so you don't have to hear it all the time. 
I also think that, oh, and that's true. Yeah. And you can be, in, let's, let's say, let's hop over and play devil's advocate because that's always nice to do, right? Let's say that Will was, um, the meow was annoying this person. And they could say, Will, no offense. Your, your great performance. You have a positive attitude. You're great attendance, a great guild member. But I, your meow in the vent, it makes me have a headache. I'm going to mute you. So if you need to say anything to me, just type me, text me in guild chat or whisper me. But I'm going to mute you so that we can exist together. But I just don't want to hear the meow anymore. And like maybe That's if they cute. approached Will with some respect and were like, Will, can you like say meow like maybe twice tonight? <laughs> Yeah, something or like that down during raid time like i get you want to be serious during raid time so okay obviously yeah, you don't want to have some yeah there's like a balance there you can meet and if it's something that will can't do then that requires to have an adult conversation with people you know and i think that's what a lot of people lack like they immediately jump on this thing and, and tell you what to do and like they won't talk to the person that they're actually having a problem with right and, in a back and forth uh adult manner and i mean i get it too maybe will's a kid like i don't know he didn't really say he could have been young and they thought it was hilarious and funny <laughs> right and also let's say that the person who was really irritated with the meow had a really bad day and the last thing they need to do is just hear someone meowing in their ear like it was like the the meow that broke the camel's back like but i'm leaning like if i had to step back over and be like no this person just sounds like a straight up evil the the villain of the story i think it's because of how they like how the guild started to get divided and the reaction of like i yeah. took my people and my good people and we started our own thing and we're gonna do this you know and that just kind of like the karma i want to say like it really is kind of karma because you do you're like well we had a good thing going you decided it wasn't good enough and so you left right. so okay we let you do that that's fine but they found when they left that it wasn't going as well as they it thought it was <laughs> you know and, and that's that the too. poetic justice right there i think that's the part that just tickles me to no end it's just like i'm always perpetually rooting for the underdog so i'm always bent in the direction of the underdog and i'm well me aware too. of it and i should and that's why i appreciate you know being able to us to step over and go but maybe but at the end i'm still rooting for will Oh yeah, and I and I do like taking a devil advocate side too. But I mean, I know where I personally would stand. But it's also fun to think about it from the other side. It too, really you can is. really understand other people's motives. You'd be like, okay, well, and it helps you uh, form a more complete picture, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, and that's true. And also, if you have someone in your space that is making these repetitive noises, sometimes repetitive noises is enough to just drive you over. You know, like just drive you over because you're just at your wit's end, you had a long day, and you have this person that just knows that that's where you, the button to break you, and they're just gonna hit it like 29 times. <laughs> you know, we really don't know, you know, what either one of these are. But I feel like when the majority embraced the meow and said, this is us, it must not have been over the top. And like, yeah, so it was just impulsive. enough that most people liked it. There was just a select few that didn't right um, and i do find it very interesting though like it, it's funny that the person gave him the you know the vented phone kind of blew up this whole argument thing and i would on. have been that person i'm telling you right now <laughs> i would have been yeah the person. like there is something satisfying about that and i think like <laughs> letting him do, will do this in this case because like the poor guy like i mean obviously it was well for the guild and like the, it was the ray beater who had a problem with this and you know he's <laughs> I don't know where my thought was going with that, but basically what I'm saying is he he jumped in there and he kind of got his last yes. you know, 
<laughs> he got like the last meow or the you know that I yeah love it. and he could kind of avenge himself because the guild leader was also picking on the guy too yeah you were saying there and i was like i don't stand for that like don't pick on your people in your guild like you cannot maybe necessarily enjoy them all the time but like you're, you're supposed to be a group of people that are like-minded and enjoy each other's company for the majority of it like right and, and picking on somebody that doesn't sit well with me like don't be yeah. a bully. and it's like i've always heard like it, for one there's a fine line between i'm just joking and when both people are laughing like that's one of my rules is like when you're joking with someone both people should find it funny to an extent when you're the always the one taking like pot shots or like constantly ribbing someone that just is like once again sucks the energy out of the situation it's just like oh i gotta do this again this person is so draining to be around everything is a like oh i'm doing this wrong or i'm saying this wrong or i'm not you know and it's always to me always ends up being on like an insecurity thing like a place of insecurity so like this yeah, person picking on that picking on will going oh i'm gonna pick on the guy that meows all the time and you know what too have you ever noticed like people will pick on the people who seem the happiest because it's almost like they think that happiness is weakness but it's always those people that will eat your face because it yeah, takes a lot to be positive in a dumpster fire right? when it's too it it's something too sometimes maybe it's something they can't obtain themselves so they feel like they have to bring everybody else yes. around down to oh, their level you're so true that is so true that is definitely plays a part in it it's like my wings can't carry me to that level so i gotta grab the chain wrap it around you and yank you down you know and then everybody's like why am i down here <laughs> it's smelly it's gross it's no fun i want to go back up there let yeah. me fly and sometimes people have a hard time getting out of that too once they've been pulled down. And I think that's what happened here when he he let that big old meow through that vent. It 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 was the dividing line. It broke up that argument that was apparently happening. And people realized like, what am I doing here? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> it's almost like the I love that it's focusing. And I love that that it saved their guild. Like this is so yeah. funny. Like, <laughs> and that's and the thing, the meow that saved our guild. <laughs> so the meow couldn't have been that bad. F this something this good came out of it. Exactly. And obviously it's something they, they've embraced. I'd love to know if this guild still exists. You know, <laughs> you know what? Or like I in got, some iteration. I got some side tea to throw though. What's up with that a real life friend who bailed on their other real life friend? It's not right? I there. did look at that. You know, My, you can like, how does that happen? So if I, you're a real life yes. friends with someone and the guild breaks and your real life friend says, bye, I'm going with this dude over here that berates this guy, Will, and we're going to go be raiders over here. Look at us raiding. And then like, <laughs> the new guild's like, okay, have fun. Bye. See you later. And then they go on their merry way, succeeding, doing everything, enjoying themselves. And then <laughs> they're just bleeding members over in the we're raiding over here look at us like they just bleed members you can't because people you have to create an environment where people can thrive and grow and people like that guy literally suck the life out of everyone they're around and they constantly will have a new cycle of people because they don't know how to cultivate people they only know how to sap people like they just they're like people feeders oh exactly and you know what years ago so back, it's not that long ago but the dream bfa i was part of a guild that was trying to aim to be a heroic raiding guild now none of us were really there some of us were but not all of us 
And so they were trying to cultivate it and we we're trying to do it. I tried to represent the side of the guild, but like to be a bit more casual. So like I didn't want to be a sweaty raider. I was doing the sweaty raiding because I was trying to help my friends and I was getting burnt out while happening. You know, we would raid for two hours and then have a two hour officer meeting afterwards because we had to discuss every raid, Nightmare. what went wrong. And it was insane. Like I loved all these people as friends because on an individual level, I knew they were good people. Right. But when it came to the raiding, it was just like you're turning this into an insane job yeah and you know what uh, you're allowed to anymore. want that if that's what you want go ahead i'm gonna let you go like but at the same time if you want to make this guild work i said you can't just be that 100 percent of the time either you know yeah it goes <laughs> back to job. the project pvp dude like literally missing out on years of fun because they were just it like locked into this tiny little square in front of org dueling for hours yeah, you know, there is other sides of this this game that you can see. Like, you know, I would put some small events. I weren't very often because I didn't tread on the raiding toes. And I always make time for, right. you know, it was, it was after raid had been done or outside of raid times. And it's like, here, we can go do this. Let's do a scavenger hunt. Let's go do some, you know, PvP somewhere out in the world or whatever. Like, there was always something that we could go do. Just try and get you used to your guild members knowing who they are. And, you know, I, and we're trying to do that, too, in the Murloc Guild. It's, you know, you're allowed to your toes into other things you can be a main thing with that guild but you you can't i think i don't think you should it's not healthy for the guild to be a hundred percent something <laughs> i agree it's good it's it's good to water all the flowers and do it with people who have the same values as you and if not have the same ones are willing to meet you in the middle yeah and you're and beaming in the middle is the best way i think to do it and like um, and what I found is like, I understand they were trying to get people to be into that heroic and we were getting close, but it wasn't happening as quickly as they would have liked. And I'm like, okay, well, if you don't like how fast this is happening, you know, the more you're going to push the, push them, the more you're going to push them away instead of bringing them closer to you and making them reach for that, you know, that final rung of the ladder. They're like, oh, they're going to give up before they get to the top. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. And like you said, what what do people hope to achieve with a two hour long meeting after you already beat your head against a boss over and over and over again? Like what oh, can I can be tell said? you, we didn't get anything further. Like I would constantly just sit there quietly and then I would, you know, I'd say my piece. I'm like, why are we here? <laughs> you know? Yeah, like what is this? Like get in, say your thing and then get out. Like it almost feels like when people are that like two hours is a long time to just beat the same thing over and over again. Like that's a lot. It is. And especially if you were having a night where you weren't progressing at all. And like, we weren't trying to be a progress. Like, I don't know what they were really ultimate. And maybe that came down to it. They didn't know what they wanted out of the guild initially. And they just thought they knew what they wanted, but didn't have any action plan to make it happen. So, yeah, you know, and it's, you know, it's interesting that, you know, you got to approach i think you have people have to approach these sort of things much differently and if you want that really um job-like thing like go seek out the, those things instead of maybe trying to make it yourself where somebody's has the experience with it <laughs> right and, yeah, and seek out your like-minded individuals <laughs> yeah absolutely and i think the thing is is people often think they have to do all of it themselves and at that point take the time and ask people for feedback say what do you think is going wrong or what do you think, how can this be handled differently? Like ask the people that you're spending the most amount of time with, like their feedback. And you don't need to be there for that long. You know, it's just, I don't know. And like this person fighting with Will, like, come on, dude. Like, really? 
<laughs> it'd be one thing if like they were always failing and this guy was just doing it the whole time you know i don't know sometimes you just feel like um the control the need to be in control it's like they have to balance those scales from their real life so when they get in game they might not feel like they have a lot of control outside of azeroth so when they log in they double down on the control and that can sometimes squeeze the life out of situations yeah and it can present itself through like that might be an aspect of their life they you know we hear about we said at the beginning that maybe that part of your like who you are in real life comes through in the game like that first post but maybe too it also brings out a side of you that you don't show in real life because you have that anonymity behind the avatar too you know so you can be you might find yourself you know you might not be a, an arse in real life but you turn into an arse in the game <laughs> that is true yep and and it's really odd how that does manifest in that way and i find that that happens the most when people don't have an outlet for their emotions in the real world they will just try to find some sort of relief out elsewhere you know where they don't if they don't feel like they're being heard or they don't feel like they're being valued they will seek that in other areas and avenues in their life and sometimes you don't even know you're doing that you know without you're just going along with emotions and part of you is missing this thing so you're just by nature like seeking it out in another area you know and instead of realizing oh this is why i feel this way if i just address this right here then i won't have to spread it out further into other areas of my life right and I think that's doing that internal work and it's never ending job, you know? It, it is. You can't do it. It's not a one and done thing. This is a constant thing. You have to continue to work on yourself. <laughs> and I find that when I start seeing patterns in my life, then I start to, I go inward and go, okay, this is happening again. Is it something that I'm doing to make this happen again? Or is this, am I attracting the same types of people because of something that happened to me? You know, like like it, we could get off on a whole tangent we could cover that in another thing i was gonna <laughs> say yeah. we can make that a whole other podcast <laughs> that is a whole other topic so yeah i think my vote is for will and i'm glad that there was a happy ending and if people are doing loud obnoxious things in game commute say hey that really you know is over the top for me today can we just dial it down today or hey normally that doesn't bother me but today it's just really grinding me so i'm just gonna mute you no offense i'll unmute you tomorrow like work it out with people don't yeah, attack them assault like, them don't... and isolate them and ostracize them exactly communicate use your, your big person voice right, right? like <laughs> we're all adults here we can you know we can discuss and and come to an understanding with each other hopefully <laughs> absolutely so was that okay yep i think that was the last topic and i just wanted to share that community the community yeah, post. i agree i was just reading that post and it, it's it's a good one i think <laughs> so we added in this one to the end of the show because this is something that i can relate to especially with my recent like couple of weeks and first time ever raiding in warcraft so i when i found this i'm like this is pretty awesome so it's um on reddit and it was posted by lost underscore log 4035 and it is titled community for anxious gamers one year update here is a post i never thought i'd be writing a year ago i posted on reddit asking for asking if there were groups for gamers who were nervous about jumping right into mythic plus content i was always worried not even knowing a route or breaking somebody else's key that i meant i did what was it okay 
I think I read this wrong. I was always worried about not knowing a route or breaking somebody else's key. And that meant I didn't join groups or form my own. At the time, there weren't any groups that specifically helped anxious gamers. So I started a Discord in the hopes that maybe I could find 20 or so people who had the same nervousness and we could all play together in a safe, non-toxic environment. Today is the one-year birthday for WoW Made Easy. The Discord is over 22,000 players strong. Thousands of Mythic Plus groups and dozens of raids are run each month by players who are happy to help others learn how to play the game and how to truly enjoy it. Hundreds of players have been able to achieve their first KSM through our KSM Kindness Project, KSH, and AOTC Milestones. Others have been able to try their first raids and their first Mythic Plus dungeons. WoW Made Easy, or WME as many call it, has become what is essentially a huge cross-faction, cross-server guild of non-toxic players who want to play in a safe, non-toxic environment. Our community includes many new players, but it also includes 19-year veterans of the game, 3K IO Mythic Plus players, and cutting-edge raiders. We have PvP stars and players who just like to quest. We also have we also have quite a few altaholics and characters of all classes and specs across all North America and Oceanic servers. I can't thank everyone enough for making this the wonderful place that it has become and has started here in this Reddit with a post looking for guidance. Thank you all. Oh, my face just got like super happy. Uh, you, you have changed the game for me and I will be forever grateful. Boomeroo. Oh, this Aww. is an amazing story. Like this is this is somebody that took what they they were looking for, and they asked for a little guidance somewhere, and then they just ran with it. And look at how far! Look at how many members they have. Right, twenty two thousand. They were hoping for twenty, and they rolled out with twenty two thousand. Oh, th- th- those that that's big math right there. <laughs> now, right here is this is I don't know how this hit serendipitously happened. Like you picked yours, I picked mine. I forgot mine after a week, like my <laughs> what I picked, and then. This, I didn't even read the story for this. I just loved the beginning of Anxious Gamers when you're update and I read the first part. I didn't go down and read like the success of it yet because I wanted us to save it for our show. And to tie it all up, this kind of just delivers home our whole message of this episode. Yeah, it's cultivating your community and make it your own, you know? (laughs) And when you have a problem, post it because what? Other people are experiencing the same thing you are. They were thinking only 20 people are out there experiencing the same thing they were. And now they're up to 22,000 people. And what else did it prove? What we said, listen to all of the the stuff. They're like, we have, we have well veteran players cutting edge readers all the things we said you can be good and not be a jack wagon to people you can be talented you can be high up there the best of the best and not trash other humans yeah and, and you can take them under your wing like i, I love that there's 19 pl- your veterans in there that are like yeah that's okay i don't mind well when you learn the ropes okay yeah we have a rough go let's keep trying at it till you get it you know like right this is the kind of community i want to join right mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, that is nice. We have PvP stars and players who just like to go. It's like that is right there is the melting pot of what World of Warcraft and what Az- Azeroth really is. Like we, in essence, when you log in, you are all of those things. You will run a, run on by the fountain in Stormwind, buy some cutting edge raiders on their epic mounts and be like, ooh, look at that. And then you will look over at the people who are just excelling in the transmog department and retail and go rolling by and going, wow, where did they get that? You know, or 
I missed last month's trading post clearly because I would have totally got that, you know, like it's, you're going to always run up against people who are like excelling in one part of the game or another, but that doesn't mean that there's not a place for you. Yeah, and that they made this because they were anxious. Like, I think anxiety is, is such a big thing in all of us. Oh my we all experience it at some point in our life. That was what I was. Thank you for reminding me because I totally forgot that that was what I was going to tell. Like, because what? Now, I've only I've never rated before. And now in Season of Discovery, we have such awesome people that um, are like stepping into new parts. We're trusting people that we've never met to like run stuff um, or, or people who are like showing like, hey, I want to run a raid team. All right, don't be a jerk and you can run a raid team. <laughs> you know, like don't like stick to our cores of rust respect and reciprocity and you're good to go. And so far, so good. But I had to take two gummies to do my first raid because my fate, I was terrified. I was terrified my first Black Fathom de Deep's yeah, Black Fathom Deep's raid in a season of Discovery. I was terrified. But then towards the end, like my jaw was shaking. Like I couldn't keep my jaw still. Oh, my anxiety was, was off the clenched, chart. Right? <laughs> What's that? Was it clenched the whole time? It, yeah, know? it was. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it was must have been giving way like towards the end. <laughs> I, and you know what it was? What this person said right up in the original poster said, I was always worried about not knowing a route or breaking somebody else's key. And that meant I didn't join groups or form my own. And that was what was keeping me back. I was oh, you get not afraid that you're going to ruin it for everybody ruin else. Ruin it for other people. And that terrified me. That terrified me. So when I set out to play classic, it was setting out to break myself out of the comfort zone and try new things. And then when I couldn't find what I was looking for, tapping you on the shoulder be like can you help me <laughs> well, and, and you're like to bat. <laughs> yeah and i'm so happy and we've had nothing but fun ever since so we have and like on the same side like i used to be one of those people that didn't mind diving in and trying these new things but then as time went on like you do i've only anxious now because i have had the bad experiences i have to remind myself that that was just one experience you know i can't let that dictate what i do further in it and i come from a point where i used to do it where now i don't do it because i'm afraid that i'm going to be these people again you know because i've stepped away from it for so long i agree and it and that i think is you don't know what baggage people are carrying around <laughs> so it's I was so great up until today that some of our guildmates caught me when i was online earlier today like hey do you want to come heal i'm like you know what i will i'm gonna I come will. whether i you know just because i, I can't nice be afraid saying yes to new things and not being like because yeah being afraid you got an afk in the middle of something or being afraid that oh i might not be um high enough level to heal everyone you know it's like yeah so much baggage oh and, I, and we do we tend to bring that baggage with us even into the game and sometimes we have to remember to check it at the at the login screen <laughs> yep so I'd say what is one thing that what what is one thought that encompasses this entire episode that you would want our listeners to carry with them forth into Azeroth? I think I would say is, you know, it's okay to seek out your community or even start your own because clearly it can go places as we've seen with this this end post you know as we said we started with somebody who you know didn't feel like uh like they were worried about the kind of community they were um getting with their friend but now i say jump right in you know like look what the good that came out of that <laughs> absolutely and um yeah make that like they were hoping for 20 this person got 22 000. 
Oh, that number floored me right I know. I'm like, what? Did I read that right? I think my um my bit of advice is to embrace who you are and make space for those who need it. Because someone out there is feeling just like you, thinking just like you, experiencing your experiences, and they're also feeling alone. So the louder you are and the more you lean into who you are, the more people you will just like attract them. You will you will make that place for them. Right. Show them that you're out there. get it get it <laughs> and don't feel bad about it yeah make that place for you just like haughty chicken like come on it's 2024 people get with it <laughs> we don't live in your boxes anymore that's right we're busted free <laughs> busted out of here so i think this was a great first inaugural episode to have you on and charge forward oh i am so looking forward there's like great things we're planning down the pipe just for chit chatting about this sort of thing like the more human aspect of it and and where where our feelings come from and 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 just diving into it i'm i'm really looking forward to it and what are some like we both have been brainstorming i wanted to approach the languages of love the five languages of love that that many of us use in like our relationships I want to um, grab Avernim's uh, brain cell since we share our one brain cell. And we're going to like grind in and, and apply these languages to how they might um, appear in, in gaming, how they might come out in gaming, how you might be experiencing in gaming, how might you use your, your language of love in gaming and not even realize it. And Avernim had a great idea to attack some other topics too. Yeah, I wanted to discuss like uh, archetypes, like the people like it's funny, we say not to fit each other into categories, but we do tend to fall well, into yeah. categories, right? Like, I think that's just the nature of things. Yeah. And we are a mix of those categories, but there are some right. people that are that much stronger. Diagram. Yeah. And there's some people that are a lot stronger in one category or another and like how that translates to what they may be doing game or how you interact with them um, in a setting like a discord with your game and things like that, you know, on a on a personal level. Absolutely. And then um, we also in the middle of the week, we're going to try to do a, like little bite sized episodes that maybe target these in a more specific, uh, more digestible, just one topic episode. So like we're thinking about hitting up how seasonal depression can affect you in and out of game and how that might look and feel. Because often we're we're going through, we we are um, projecting our insides out onto others, and sometimes we're reacting at those people for no reason because <laughs> we right. it's more or less something going on the inside of us, but we're just shining it out onto other people that have no business to being shined onto, and it's just something we all end up doing. You know, I have a I have a mantra. I say we're all a holes, and we just take turns being one. <laughs> Not one of us are perfect and not one of us got our stuff together at 100%. No, exactly. And, and you know, we need to be, you know, keep that in check, I think, sometimes. <laughs> yes, yes. Keeping it humble and learning and, and growing together, I think, is the key. So I think that is a great, great episode. I, are you ready to wrap this one up? Yeah, I think so. Hopefully these people aren't too tired of hearing us twice in a row, especially if you've come over from the Casually Casual cast yes. to listen to us. And if you haven't and you want to know a little bit more about Avernim and you want to listen to my other podcast, Casually Casual cast, it's uh, Warcraft um, from a casual outlook. So, oh, and there's Gus. Gus is meowing at me now. So it must be time to wrap, to wrap, up, wrap it up. Gus is shouting at me. <laughs> we will see you in our next episode. Head into our outro. Bye. Later. 
So then she says to me, what big teeth you have. I mean, what do you say to that? <laughs> is it getting hot in here? Or is it just my beard? <laughs> Bye now. Be well. Stay strong.